What up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. You doing man, good? It's hump day. It's hump, hump day. day. <laughs> hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Yeah, it's I good. I heard that, man. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for allowing me to share this space with you, man. I've been watching your page for some months now, and every time I see it, it's like the work get better and better and better and better and Appreciate better. Appreciate it. Appreciate and it, And I was man. like, bro, I got to. I got to reach out to this guy. I have to. Appreciate it. I was it. like, you know what? Hit him up in the DM. Hey, what's up, man? This is what I do. <laughs> Let's see how we can collab on this, man. So You're welcome, man. I just want to express my gratitude with that first. Appreciate you being here, man. Uh, I'm going to dab you out. Most definitely. Most definitely. Man, you know, I, I, I got so excited just now. I just jumped straight into that without even doing an introduction. Okay. Welcome to another episode of the Real Mads Podcast, where we find real people have done dope things, where we pick entrepreneurs minds and um today we have well-groomed man yes sir so yes, sir. um <clears throat> the first thing i want to ask you was if you was to go to a let's say like a networking event right okay let's say a business event or whatever and it's your time to speak they give you opportunity to speak on stage okay um to introduce yourself and introduce your business how would you introduce yourself on your business and tell people what you do okay good question um, first of all, come on, come into the room, come onto the stage. I gotta be humble, right? First and foremost, I'm gonna exhibit the most humble attitude I can in that moment, okay? Right. But I will introduce myself, kind of walk the stage a little bit because I will be nervous. Okay? Right. I learned that if I walk the stage just a little bit, it kind of ease my, my tension, right. right? So I will walk the stage and let everyone know that my name is Wayne. Simply put, Wayne, <laughs> the owner of Wellgroom Man. I would begin then to tell them what Wellgroom Man is, okay? And tell them when Wellgroom Man was started. So Wellgroom Man is a custom clothier, okay? Then we started in 2016. With the prim our premier item was a custom bow tie. It's a butterfly bow tie in a box. But now today here in 2023, we do everything for the man, custom, from custom shoes, to custom dress shirts, to custom suits and tuxedos, okay? Recently, we've been doing a lot of the track jackets, like the Astros, the Wonder World Series, again. So that gave hey, me well, a lot of energy. Hey, I don't wanna, I don't wanna <laughs> cut you off, right, right. but could I go show them this, this Astros? Hey, y'all gotta see this. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <clears throat> Look at this. It's hot. Look at this. This is hot, right? This is unbelievable. Got the H, Astros. Look at the details. <laughs> Houston at the back. Unbelievable. I I had to get up and show y'all this. Unbelievable. Appreciate it. That's a masterpiece right there. Masterpiece. Go, go Strolls, baby. <laughs> go Strolls. But yeah, continue. I will then tell my story about how I started. Um, crazy thing, it was the power of something that I saw on social media that I wanted to correct. And this is how you got started? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk so about I, that. It, it, again, I say my, my premier item was the bow tie. It was like, okay, it's a bow tie. But right. The bow tie was a big part of my brand. But as I was stating, the power of social media, right? I was 2016. Social media was, it was starting to peak. Instagram was really starting to peak around right. this time. So I'm looking, I'm looking. Man, why did why this guy bow tie cricket? Like right. bow ties would just be cricket. He may he may have on a thousand dollar tuxedo and a 
$20 bow tie, and it's just, it's showing. So in the midst of this, I'm also getting ready to start wedding planning, right? Because I knew I was about to propose. Let me ask you this. What, mm -hmm. what made you look at that bow tie and be like, man, it's crooked, and I want to fix it? Because I knew I would soon be in that guy's position. Mm. I knew I was about to prepare to get down on one knee. Mm. So I'm looking at everything, right? I'm right. always trying to look at everything. <laughs> like, wait, whoop, whoop, that ain't going, that, I can't look like that, right? But I knew right. I had to do something that would make it my own. Because I always wanted my own business, right? Right. Full-time, I'm a chemist. I work in the lab. I've been a lab rat for about 12 years now. But I wanted something that I could make my own, right? So right. I, I used a bow tie as, in, as a starter to build what I have today, okay? So, the bow tie was something that I put in my mindset to make mine. So, I started etching and sketching. I drew. Did some cutouts. And I, I, took, I was, never was good at art You know how to draw? I don't. So, you just was just... I just doodled it, right? Mm. And I, I knew I wanted to resemble a butterfly. Right. You know, because the butterfly bow tie was just... It's, it's really from the past. You know, it's not right. nothing that was created in 2016. It was something that was created probably back to the 1920s, right? But... So I drew it, cut it out, okay. How do I make this paper reality, right? The engineering, it's gonna be some chemistry involved to go from right. paper to silk, right? So as I'm on stage, you know, I'll begin to tell them how I went from cut out paper to what you see with fabric. I went to a local fabric store here, started sourcing black silk, satins, polys, whatever. Cause not only do I need this bow tie to make shape, I need this bow tie to feel and look rich, luxe, okay, for better words, luxe. I met a seamstress here in town. You know, I was, hey, I need you to make something. I have an idea. I'm just a designer. I do not sew, okay? Hey, can you make this? Let's do some trial tests. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you all supplies. just need you to use your gift of craft to sew. Couple trials, got it. I was like, this it. This is it. This is it. But it was one thing I needed to tweak, and it really hit me like in the middle of the night one night. I woke up out of my sleep, 3 o'clock in the morning. I remember it like it was yesterday. Woke up out of my sleep, 3 o'clock in the morning, I went and I looked at the bow tie and I said, oh my God, I'm going to do one little change. I'm going to make this bow tie like no other bow tie. And I made one change to this bow tie, and it's, I, could, I could identify my bow tie from any IG post or any, any post, magazine post, they don't have to tag me. I'm gonna know it's my bow tie by something that I did to it that makes it stand the way that it stands. Like, it's crazy. Oh, what was the change you made? The change I made, I can share it here. Um, <coughs> take it off this mannequin, right? So you go to any bow tie in the store, right? And it's never gonna have both bows in the front. Both bows in the front. Yep, so both bows of my bow tie are in the front. You mean? So both of the bows. Mm. So normally you have the bow and then you have the flap. Right. But what I did, just to give it more lux plush and to give it more identification of that's my bow tie, Right. I brought both the bows to the front. I got it patented, everything is protected. So of course, if one tried to take it, <laughs> I would, they would, right. for sure. I, you have, I had to know you things do. to protect all the work that are in the thoughts and the dreams and everything. Right. So it's totally protected, to protect the piece of artwork, right? But that's what I did to make the bow tie stand out the way that it did, okay? So I would walk them through that and I would tell them that this was my seed. 
that grew everything that you see today. That was the seed. That was the seed, the black bow tie. Crazy, right? Because eventually everybody didn't want black. I remember my first customer, she was out of California. She was found me on Etsy. Can you make it in white? I, I guess I can. We made it in white. She found you on Etsy. On Etsy. So basically you made the bow tie mm -hmm. and you made a store on Etsy. Correct. That was my first store. At that time, <clears throat> Instagram didn't have a store. Right. It was just tag and post. Maybe right. somebody would ask. But Etsy had a store. So my first store that I had to utilize for sales was on Etsy. Yep. Do you still use Etsy today? I still use it, but not through... Not through my bow ties. Right. Like if they find me through Etsy, they, right. they're just going to go to IG. Right. Then they're going to go to the website mm -hmm. and purchase. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's how you introduce yourself in your business. That's how I introduce myself in my business. And I would tell them that I'm located here in Houston, Texas by appointment only. Um, full customization of everything from the details of fabric selection, button selection, style selection. Everything is based off of measurements. Mm -hmm. And I would just walk them through more about who I am. I'm married. I'm a father, I have two sons. I'm building this brand so that number one, I can pass it down and keep it in my family for my, yes, sir. For my sons. Um, yes, sir. That's it. That's what I love to hear that part. Yes, sir. Um, I want to piggyback on something you said earlier that really intrigued me because you said that, you said, I think you said something like uh, the bow tie dates back to like the 1920s. Correct. And when you said it, I was like, wow, he really studied his craft mm -hmm. to know it when it started. Right. I like that's dope because you know some people get into business that don't really study their craft sometimes. Right, right. And I, I just wanted to commend you on that. Like I noticed that. Like, that's what's up. I appreciate it. For real, for I have, real. I have older parents. You know, just with I was born in the '80s, right? So being born in the '80s, and then here we are, 2023. I've seen them. I've seen a lot. Right. You know, <clears throat> and then when I think back to like, you may hear someone invite you to like a Roaring Twenties party, right? Roaring Twenties is like that. The big bow tie era, basically, aka Rat Pack. You know, it's I don't wide I, lapel. Are you you younger, right? right. You're younger, <laughs> right? But even as far as I want to go back to like movies like like Harlem Nights, you know, those movies like they were around that Renaissance time, right? In the 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 fashion is really exhibited when you watch older films. Right. And I promise, you, if you go watch an older film that's maybe like highlighting like the Roaring Twenties or even just a theme of that of that nature. You're going to see large bow ties. You got to send it to me. I, I will, man. I will. I will. I definitely got to check it out. I want to see. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to see. Yep. Um, at what point did you decide to turn it into a business? Man, like it was, it was really an idea. And I'll be honest. Like it was like my wife was like, you need to, you need to consider styling. I'm like, I ain't doing that. I don't want to do that. I don't right. want to deal with people like that. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I probably was ignorant to what mm -hmm. she really meant. You know, but just being who I was at that time, close-minded, you know, I just, I just want to do bow ties. Right. I want to do nothing else I want to deal with. Who am I to tell people what they <laughs> want to wear? You know? Right. Who am I? Who <laughs> listen to me? But at the same time, I had to really think about how many people came to me for style advice. And then they would listen. Hey, man, like, would you wear this? Hey, what, how did it look together? Hey, man, like, can you come with me to look at something? I'm going to make sure this look good. Or I'm going to send you a picture of something. They go, they go together. Right. I was styling. So much for just in my casual leisure that I wasn't thinking about what I could do to turn this into this. Right. And now that it's more commercial. So, again, I was, I learned as I went along the journey of being an entrepreneur that I did not go to school for business. 
I did not go to school for, for, for style. I went to school for science. I'm a chemist. I'm a lab rat. <laughs> like I'm, but I'm really big on turning this into that. Chemistry starts when something is going to react, change, go through a process, right. and now it's done. It's the end product. Mm. So I was real big on that. So that's kind of how I was able to bring my chemistry mindset into this and being really, really patient with the process. Okay? So yeah, it was, it was my wife. That was like, you know what? Shout out to wifey. Shout out to wifey. You know, she, Shout out to wifey. Hey, just got to give her her props real Shout time. out to wifey. Shout out to wifey. <laughs> um, and then I just took my time as far as how to build styling full scale into the bow tie, right? Because I told you, I'm looking at pictures. The bow tie obviously was that important to me. Right. To not wear a $20 bow tie with a $1,000 tuxedo. What sense does that make? Right? Mm -hmm. It takes away your whole look. So by me doing the bow tie, it allowed me to start small, but then also bring total package together. So now that I am, I'm a stylist now. Question, mm -hmm. how do you know the bow tie costs $20? I, it's $20 bow tie. How do you I, know? I just know it. Like you, no, I can you look at it. <laughs> you know if it's, I, I would hope they pay $20 for it, nothing more. That's just what I would hope. When I'm looking at it, it's $20 bow tie. You get it from Macy's, you get it from K&G. You order it off Amazon, it's $20 bow tie. And it looks like $20 right. bow tie. So that's the thing. So how much is this one? My both sides, they start at 105. 105. And they can range all the way depending upon the style or color or even the pattern that you go with to about 125. Mm. Yep. <clears throat> That's dope. Appreciate it. That's dope, man. Um, why bow ties and not regular ties? Well, I mean, regular ties, in my opinion, was just something that a regular tie I can buy from anywhere and still get the same effect as long as I tie it certain ways. My bow ties that I started with were more for formal occasions. Like this is a tuxedo bow tie. It's not really a suit bow tie because it's so formal, it's all sad. Man, you getting so technical into right. it. Like I just thought you just put on the bow tie and you rock it. <laughs> but see, I had such a love and a desire for formal wear, AKA black tie, red carpet, Grammy type. That was like what I love to see. And to me, suits were cool, okay at that time because suits were just so Generic to me. When you say at that time, like 2015, 2016, okay. when I'm really thinking about what I want to do at Wilgerman, so why not just do a tie, right? Right. But a bow tie, it gave me a little bit more elevation. Like, not everybody wears a bow tie. Certain men wear a bow tie. No wonder when they're wearing a tuxedo, so it's a more esteemed occasion. Right. And then most men that really wear a bow tie and love a bow tie, they really love to dress. They really want to go through the work of finding a bow tie, tying that bow tie. Right. And now they're, you know, they're a little more upper echelon with, with style and accessories and putting everything together. So that's why I chose the bow tie. But again, this bow tie that I started with, it wasn't really for suits. They were for tuxedos. So, so you kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. Had a vision. Had a vision. Definitely had a vision. Because I told you, where I was in life, I knew I was about to get down on one knee. Right. You get what I'm saying? I knew I wasn't wearing no suit on right. my wedding day. I got suits in the closet. I'm gonna wear a tuxedo, but this bow tie is very important to me because I'm looking at it like that ain't that ain't tight. Right. Like, that ain't that ain't what we that ain't, we ain't gonna do that. Right. Not me and my girls. No, we're not wearing that. No. So I just I had a vision, man. I just I pressed the gas. Pressed like, the gas. Pressed the gas. 
What's the difference between a, 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 a tuxedo and a suit? To me, I think it's all the same, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> it's not. You know, it's not. A tuxedo. We got one here. Tuxedo. Just looking at both of these are tuxedos. Right. The beauty of a tuxedo, which makes it stand out more from a suit, is what you do on the lapel. The lapel and is one of the, the flaps. Mm -hmm. When you add satin to that, now it's a tuxedo. Okay? The formality of going from suit to tuxedo lies on what you do with the lapels. Mm. So what you have on right now? This is a suit blazer. It's a suit blazer. Yeah, just a blazer. Okay. Yep. Tuxedo jacket. Tuxedo jacket. Same thing with the pants. You got tuxedo pants, and then you got just regular dress pants. Right. The beauty of that tuxedo <clears throat> pant is what? That black satin stripe that goes down mm. the side of that pant. So that just makes it more what? Right. It makes it more formal. Right. Gives it a little more militant. A steam look. You going right. somewhere fancy, right? Well, right. Put this tuxedo on tonight. You right. Know? <laughs> Look at this Grammy. Right. You know. So that's the that's the difference between suit and tuxedo. Right. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. I like that. I See, like we that. learning today. Man, I, 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 that's, <laughs> that's why I'm here. Right. Right. That's why right. I said I gotta pick your brand. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Appreciate you. Appreciate. I want to know. You said you started like in 2015, 2016. Yep. So between that's what. What we at? It's like seven years now. Mm -hmm. Going on Around eight. Now, mm -hmm. Going on eight. Mm -hmm. If you could start that journey over, what would you do differently? Hmm. Good question. What would I do differently? I would probably take a lot more risk, knowing what was going to come about it. Like today, I would have taken a whole lot more risk. Right. Give me one you would have took. So at that time, 2015, I was pretty much working off any excess funds that I had. I wasn't taking out a business loan or going to get some type of capital or anything. I took my time getting my LLC. I didn't get my LLC until like 2019. Yeah, so you saying you would have got your LLC? I would have got my LLC in <coughs> uh, 2015, 2016. Why? It just would open up a little bit more doors for me to start that business structure early. Open up more doors in what way? As far as even like um, lending and getting funding, right? Lending and funding. Mm -hmm. So right now I've been in business with my LLC almost four years, okay? If I would have done it sooner, I would have more history of my business right. growing from, let's say, 2016 with an LLC all the way to 2022. Right. Okay, it just would have gave my business a lot more strength in history with transactions and growth, et cetera, et cetera. So now that if I wanted to go get some money, I would probably get approved for a whole lot more money because they would see the history you <laughs> right. know, that, I, that, I, that I started with, et cetera. So I, again, I would have probably taken more risks, um, but I can't discredit the journey because I've been patient with it. You know, I said the first two years of me doing Welcome Man, excuse me, I only did bow ties. So it made me hustle, right? And I was like in a safe, line, safe lane. Nobody really was intimidated by, oh, he's just selling bow ties, right. you know, just a bow tie guy. Right. You know, so it was like, I could be more, less intimidating if I walked into the room, because I'm just there for accessories, you know, I'm not, I may be next to the suit guy, great, go see him, but come see me when you get ready for your bow tie, because this is all I'm focused on right now. So it made me a lot more patient with the bill. But also, as I stated earlier, less intimidated by the next guy. Because I worked with everybody in Houston. If I knew you and you did custom suits, I knew you needed bow ties of some sort for your guys. 
so they wouldn't wear the twenty dollar one. Now everything <laughs> they got on looked horrific from your work. Now what's up with you? Twenty dollar ties? It's right? just not. It's just not what you want to do, right? <laughs> it's not what you want to do, right? So I I made sure that throughout the build process I had an open door with communication. Like, hey, do you need bow ties? Hey, do you need bow ties? Oh, you know what? They got a bridal expo. I'm gonna go to bridal expo. I'm gonna go set up my stuff, set up my table, set up my banner. Set up my bow ties, walk them through it, offer grooms and packaging. My packaging was A1, got the dopest box you can even think of. People even think about putting a gift for the guys. It was, it was perfect, you know, but it made me sit back, think. Custom made boxes. Custom made boxes. My boxes are right there. You might want to grab that. Yes, grab I do. I do. The white one up, up top. Custom made boxes. So my boxes are pretty much the. Another pivot of the brand, it was like, I use my boxes so much for photos. Right. This was, this was my ID, right? If I would travel to, let's say, LA, I don't have to get dressed up most of the time. If I just take a picture with my box on the table and I'm at a beachfront to have a drink, put that box out there, now, welcome man is, oh, you in California, great. It's in right. the box. What is, what's in the box? So it's kind of like a, a little fisher, right? Use the box as bait. Now they want to know what's in the box. They go to the page and they see, oh, but he got both sides in the box. Man, that's dope, okay? Oh, that's, let me order one. Where did that idea come from? I was big on packaging. Again, like I, I wanted stuff to look good. I couldn't just, again, we're not, we're not doing a $20 both sides, right? <laughs> So you want with you. Presentation is very important, right? right? Like when you walked in here, bag up. When you arrived, you saw the building, you was like, okay. Came inside, presentation. Front True. desk, presentation. They call me. You can elevator. You come up. Damn. Presentation is very important. Very important. Very important. So I wanted to find something that would be fitting for the bow tie. Boom. 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 Right? I can't just put it in a plastic bag. And right. then put it in a brown UPS mail or something like, here, here got my bow tie right. for $100. Right. $100 bow tie. You know, I right. got to make this bow tie worth $100. $100. Right? So they get the get their package. Damn, I guess it's special. Right? Open the box. Boom. Damn. The presentation is very important. Packaging is very important. So the bow tie box was something that was, mm, had to find that. The bow tie box was originally were either black with the white logo or white with the black logo. Right. So lately I only do right now, I only do white bow tie box with the black logo. You know what this is um, reminding me of right now? What's that? Apple. Apple, yeah. You know, people don't throw away Apple boxes. No, they don't. They don't. So you get that box, it's like, damn. You right. know, it's put to the side, it got your cord all yeah, wrapped yeah, up yeah, in yeah. it. The packaging is very important. It do, it is. You know, it very is. important. I think I'm up to, <clears throat> With me knowing about Apple and then to be to sit in a room with you and you value packaging too. Mm -hmm. Now when I get into, I guess whatever industry I decide to get into, maybe like fashion, because I do mm -hmm. want to eventually get into that. Right. Like probably doing like uh, t-shirts and hats, whatever. Something. Fact, fact, fact. Definitely. After having this conversation, my packaging got to be A1. I'm not, I'm gotta be I'm A1. call you. Hey, hey, look. hey. hit me up. You know, I had, I, I, had, help with this. I had many guys in the past, they like, they wanted, they wanted my boxes. I'm not giving you my boxes. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you need help with some ideas. That'll be great. You mean they want your boxes? They want that product in. Yeah, I just, I just, I wasn't, I, I wanted my brand to stay 
unique. Right. I didn't want someone else to come in and create something. Hey, man, it's, it's my box. You know, right. I took the time out to search for this box. So it's just, you know, sometimes, it's, and there's so many ways that a person can be creative, right? And if you, when you do come to that time and you do need help with, like, coming up with a creative idea, hey, we're going to create something creative and unique that makes it fitting for, like, caps or mm -hmm. whatever you want to do. Because, you know, this can't put a cap in here. Right. We probably come up with a really, really dope idea that will make your packaging for your cap be like, damn. You know, I've seen some stuff on IG, and I'd be like, damn, the packaging is, it makes me want to buy it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, right now, let's just think about like a, um, like the Jordans. The Jordans. There was a certain series of Jordans that came out, and I want to say it came in a, a briefcase. You know what? I, I don't. don't. Bro, I was like, but it made people. Man, I gotta get that briefcase right. so people can see. Like, boom, I got mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or even like, I'm trying to think of there's some other big brand company right now that does like a hell of a. Hell of a good way of like packaging, but you know that once you got that box, it's like, oh man, like it's it's official, official. You look at Gucci, you look at Dior, right? They all have like amazing boxes, man. That their product goes they do. in, like so that's it's important, you know. They it's do. important, you know. And me looking at this too, I'm thinking like, you know, when you open it, right? <clears throat> I'm like, man, what if it was like a message here, like a I personalized about that, message? All like, of that. You did? Mm-hmm. I got some stuff I'm working on right now. There you go. Okay. See, see, I'm yeah. being creative too now. Right. Like, that would right. be dope. You see a nice message. Nice message. But yeah, man. That's, yep. this is well thought of, this is like a well thought of process and it mm -hmm. is A1. Appreciate it. Appreciate A1. What's one of the biggest challenges you've experienced in business? The biggest challenges I've experienced in business to date, um, as an entrepreneur, man, the biggest thing that I that I really deal with is really just trying to manage everything. Okay, so it's like CEO, right? Founder, you know, um, CFO, you everything. You wearing right. every hat because of, as I stated, I still have my day job. I have a family. Have a life, and then I got, right. and then I got well, good man. Like just real talk. So just trying to make sure that that time is managed accordingly, that my business is ran as best as possible. You know, you don't want to have any lacks of customer service. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to have any lacks of poor processes in place to now. Oh shit, I forgot to do something because you're wearing every hat. Right. You know. So the biggest thing I can say is just really like having that plan structure of balance, right? Luckily, I've always worked like shift work, right? So it's 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm up, everybody else sleep. But while I'm being up that early, getting my day started, I'm getting things done before eight o'clock that I can't get done if I'm waking up at 6.30. It's right. four to five hours of work that I can get done, right? So by me already having this regimen in my day-to-day, -day, right, I was able to kind of bring a lot of that over into the process of welcoming man. But it's still, you know, you don't want to work yourself to death. And that's what I've learned in 2022. So 2023, I've, I got a team, you know, and I have people in place that are, that are helping me really kind of Spread this work out. Now I can breathe a little better. Delegated some work. Delegated some work, you know, and like really just being able to know what you need, like know what I need to, so I don't have to 
drop the ball or lose any relief of customer service. You know, right. that's that customer service man is very very important. It is. You know, um, I kind of always been in customer service. First job, grocery store. You know, right. In the grocery store, everybody <coughs> and their mama. You know, right. this is being real. True. You know, so customer service was something that I knew was very important, and I knew it was something that I can't afford to let the customer service not match the product or the brand, right? So, I don't know, man, just keeping everything going with that, but it's just about finding that balance and then just really having a team in place to keep things going up and up, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, and I, I don't know what sparked this question, but I was just like, I, I, I forgot to ask him, where did Well Grown Man come from? Why that name? Oh, good question. Where did that Great come question. from? Great question. Great uh, question. I've always answered this. This answer will never change. Um, 20, go back to 2009. Okay, I was in Baton Rouge. I used to work for a pharmacist because I was really big on like, I wanted to be a compound in pharmacist when I was like 22, right? A compound A compound in pharmacist. Like what is that? A, a chemist that makes medicine. Right. Mm. Anyway, I worked for a pharmacist and she wrote me um, a letter of recommendation. Okay, cool. I needed it, you know. Throughout the letter, right, she kept saying, Wayne is a well-grown man. So she planted a seed. Mm. So when I was thinking about business names, again, I had one of them nights. Oh, shit, I got it. Went and got my little um, composition book. I said, this is it. Well-grown man. Because I knew whatever I created, I wanted to have the W in it. The W is not for Welcome, and the W honestly is for Wayne <laughs> Willis, right? right? My name. But I knew I wanted to tie in Welcome, man, and then I knew I wanted to also incorporate the W, right? So yeah, it was it was a past supervisor I used to work for, you know, and I just was at that time where I was in life. I never went to work, not in good <clears throat> stature, you know. Kept right. my haircut very professional. Her, her clients were very um, personal because it was like a compounding pharmacy. It wasn't like a Walgreens. So I was up front meeting, greeting, in the back, watching a little bit of the lab work. This is what I wanted to do, you know. But I was, I was in position for her to see who I was, right? And, it's, and she planted a seed that has brought forth what you see today. What we see today. Crazy, right? It's crazy. So yeah, that's how the name that's came about. That's how the name came about. Yep. She planted that seed. Do she, what, is she able to see, well, how she seen that seed grew to what it is today? I don't know. I, I mean, power social media, I think we're Facebook friends, but I need to, I need to like make a little extra way to her. I need to. That's a good thought, like real talk, because she needs to be aware. Right, yeah. most Fast. definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I was just thinking she planted the seed, but you know, <laughs> right. everyone want to see their seed grow. Right, facts, facts. You, she probably don't even know she planted the seed. <laughs> she might not. She probably don't even know. Yeah, I'm definitely, you like, you you giving me something to do for 2023. Q1. Yes, sir. I'm not going to wait. Q1, Q1. I need to go to the bathroom. So Q I put a letter in the mail or something. Q1 ends what? End of March? Q1 ends in the March. Okay, well. So I got by what? 70 days. 70, okay. 75 days. Okay, but so yeah. in 75 days, I'm, I'm going to text you. Hey, Keep bro. Real talk. You send a letter to her yet? Man, I'm on word. I might need to do a, might need to just pop in a, you know, well groomed man. Let's go. <laughs> What's up? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's, it's really big. Let's really, go. Really big. Let's go. Yep. Um, 
for someone that want to get in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know where to start, who to reach out to, what right. to do, where to go. But they just know that they have this idea, like, I mm-hmm. want to get in this industry. I want to maybe design a bow tie or right. a tuxedo or right. they want to get in the industry. What kind of advice you got for them? DM me. I'll have them DM me. I what, if, what if they don't have, what if they don't even know you exist? You know what I exist? What I would tell them to do is we have the power of everything at the fingertips of our phone. Right. So if they don't know I exist and from this podcast, they can learn how to exist. True. Um, number one thing they could do, if they want direct access, they want to ask me, they could DM me. I would also say that they have power to Google. Everything is available via Google, right? Um, starting how I started would be great, even though that may not be their journey start, correct? You know, I, I started with just pen, paper, scissors, cut out, and that's it. Theirs may be bigger, theirs may be larger, smaller, but I highly, in, I highly encourage anyone to start by what's within them. You know, if within them is they want to make a, like you said, a cap or a hat. I would have them, number one, draw out what they want it to look like, okay? Own it, right? And I told you how I had to own this bow tie. Own it. It's yours. You drew it. That's, that came from within you. Own it. So when I say own it, I'll walk you through the steps of how to get it patented. You can even Google how to patent. What, what mm-hmm. and I don't mean to cut you off, but what made you want to go get a patent? I, didn't, I knew that by everybody seeing it, I had to protect it, you know. Um, friends that were lawyers, you know, I, I just, I kind of just knew. Same thing with the, the name, the logo. Everything had to be <coughs> trademarked. I didn't want nobody to come steal my stuff, you know. But I, I knew that if I was serious about this, I didn't want to lose out on any value of what the time that I was putting into this. How much it cost you to trademark it? I think I paid about 25 25 2500 2500 Yeah, I use a lawyer here locally in Houston. Shep, Shep the lawyer. Shep the lawyer. Shep the lawyer. Shep the lawyer. Yeah, she did amazing. We actually did it all during the pandemic, so things were kind of extended. But she got it done. You trademark the logo and... Um, or you just trademark the logo? We trademark the logo and the trademark the name. Your name. Okay, okay, Shep. okay. And both of them cost 25 together yeah, or... It was totaled together, about $2,500 okay, 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 in okay. fees. Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you trademark it, it's just in Houston or it's just... Well, it's all over U.S. Okay, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, it's protected. <clears throat> okay, cool. Just register, you know, now I have the rights to use it. Right. You know, and et cetera, et right. cetera. But yeah, it's mine. Okay. I've got to protect your stuff. Most right? definitely, most um, definitely. Yeah, um, and I would, I would try to, I would encourage anyone that, you know, wants to dive into it to, number one, have a mentor. You know, I, I did, I had a mentor. You know, when it came to me getting started, and he was somebody that, you know, I, hey, I, need, I got a question. Let me pick your brain. You know, I knew a lot. I knew a lot about suits before I got, before I got started. I did. How? I, just by wearing them. I was raised in a church. I was wearing suits since I was like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. I went to college. I'm a capper. So we dressed up. You didn't get in the party unless you got a suit on. Right. So, of course, not presentation is everything, right? I'm not about to go in this party looking like shit. You know, I want to look good. Right. So... I, I knew about suits just on wanting to learn about suits. You know, what is a peak lapel? What's a nice lapel? What's right. a blazer? Can I wear a suit to, can I wear this style of suit to an interview? You know, ties, dress shirts. What types of dress shirts? French cuffs, no French cuff. It was, I knew a lot. 
right? So by me knowing so much, my mentor really didn't have to really teach me. He probably taught me like 10 to 15% of what I needed to know to kind of really get the business started. But I knew so much already that it really was just like, this is where I was supposed to be at. You get what I'm saying? Like right. it's, I don't need a full style SOP book mm -hmm. on how to dress because it's something that I did so organically and over right. time, you know, it's, so yeah. They got you. Mm -hmm. But I'll definitely have them get a mentor, right? Get a mentor. Get someone, get them a mentor. And whether you they got a mentorships? I actually am trying to right now for 2023. I do have a guy I'm getting ready to bring on board. Um, so he's actually going to be like my first trial. Yep. I'll introduce him to the brand here probably in Q1. Because he is going to kind of be like everything that I do in a different location. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's going to be like a mentorship, partnership. Let's grow because I can't do everything. Is, is, is the mentorship side of things something that you want to continually do? Like, like yeah. maybe have a mentorship program? I need to. I need to <coughs> include it and do work on that so I can see, you know, what all that would entail. But, yeah, it, it needs to happen. Well, man, with that being said, man, we're going to have to, well, not have to, but mm -hmm. we, we will have to talk about. Okay. Um, how do I put this? Talk about. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? When I remember, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back to it. Okay. I'm gonna come back to it. Okay. But, uh, I've heard so much about mentorships, man. It's like, it's like the ultimate cheat code. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm -hmm. you you basically finding someone that's doing the thing that you want to do. So why not go straight to them? Go straight to them. It's like you know the mentor spent ten years to get where he at, and you start and you go to him. You. Right. Yeah, this you, is what you do. This right, is what you gotta do. Right. Actually, and I'm actually right now, like, I'm, I've been actually trying to find a mentor for where I am right now to where I'm trying to get to. And I just kind of reached out to another guy that does what I do on a different level. Right. So that I, I need a mentor. Like, I, I know a lot. And I got a lot of things right now that are, that are good. They're in good motion. They're in good position. But I think if I had that mentor, I won't be risking so much. He would kind of like, oh, that's what I did. Yeah, let's do mm -hmm. that do this i promise you it will work right this is what i did right now do this and then we get done with that do this mm -hmm. you know versus me oh i got this i got a lot i got right. a lot going on right now we can talk about anything we can talk about llc we can talk about escort we can talk right. about lending i got business credit all of that but i need to know a little bit more grander and deeper because i'm gonna work myself to death for what i'm not doing that no, it's time for me to build this thing. To build. Right. Because I got it now. But I still need to get a little more. Most sharper. Definitely. Most I need definitely. a mentor for that. I'm glad you just brought brought up uh, business lending because it was on my mind to ask, but it mm -hmm. kind of slipped. But, you know, I've heard that with different LLCs, right, mm -hmm. the banks, I guess they determine how much money they'll give you based on the industry or your LLC. I don't mm -hmm. know how true it is, mm -hmm. but within your industry, how does that work? Well, it all depends like, on <clears throat> it all depends on your history that you've been in business with your LLC, right? It depends on the type of cash flow you're bringing in. You know, they're not just going to give you fifty thousand dollars if you're not bringing in fifty thousand dollars on a certain time frame. That they need to see fifty thousand right. dollars. Um, Business credit score, it's important. Um, your personal credit also, it matters. You know, can you handle things if something happens? Right. They want to make sure that you're going to be the PG, right? PG, yeah. It also depends on the bank. 
you know, I've learned in the past six months that not every bank is going to give you the same answer. Chase won't give you the same answer as Navy Federal Credit Union. It's just not, you know, um, just history. Making sure you've been paying your taxes. You're charging taxes. You're paying taxes, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to prove all that. You know, just making sure that you're in a good business fashion when you come to the table. And it's also just about knowing what table to go to. You know, um, I've learned. I li I li I'm a real big on, I'm real big on if it's available for me to learn and know about it, I'm, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. YouTube. Right, like there, are, there were certain people on YouTube that I would look at, read their reviews. So now, now I'm now I'm their student. They've done this, you know. They're telling me um, how do I build this business credit up? How do I um, apply for such and such loans? But yeah, it all just depends on those factors, and then that's pretty much going to qualify you for a certain amount of funding. You know, like I've gotten funding for 50k, 30k before. You know, but with what I do. That money has to be really like you know allocated accordingly, right. you know, so that it, you know. But you have to really be well with managing your money. You know, True. as an entrepreneur, you don't want to just get thirty k. Now what do I do with it? You know, you want to use it to scale up. You want to use it to pay for marketing or whatever you need it to do. But you want to be able to. You want to, you want to make sure you're using those funds Most for what you're using them for. But yeah, the money is out there, <coughs> but you do have to do your things in the beginning before you can even think about applying. Most definitely. You know? so at what point did you? You was like, you know what? I want to go get some business funding. At what point in the business did you mm -hmm. like? Was it like maybe six months in, or maybe you was trying to get something oh, no. done? Needed some more. Like at I what didn't, point? I didn't need it um, until like year five or year six. I didn't need it. I only was doing bow ties, right? So, and I, I as I stated, I've always worked shift work. So as I'm working shift work, I'm not work. I'm not working eight to five. I'm working five to five. Right. If I'm working when I was working five to five, then I mean I was working overtime. So as I was making overtime, I was making money. I had money I could oh what? I got some extra money right. and I could take a risk. <clears throat> but even my risks were very minimal because if anything I was risking, I was gonna make it back the same day. But I was probably buying bow tie boxes in bulk. Okay, I'm, I know I know I'm need them. I'm gonna buy five hundred instead of fifty now. So now I got the the money we buy my 500 boxes same thing with um with like marketing i wasn't paying for marketing on social media i didn't have to if i'm doing i'm doing weddings that planner gonna post it that bride gonna post it that groom gonna post that dj gonna post that video that's marketing right that's five times the number of platforms and whatever if it's a if it's a couple that everybody loves oh it's gonna hit a magazine true that's easy mark i'm not paying for that the bow tie itself paid for so much to I it brought eyes to it. I didn't really have to even think about getting business funding. For what? I can just pay for it. I'm gonna make it back out of profit, right? Um, so business funding really didn't come into play until recently. You know, I can say that I, I, I was able to get funding because I applied for I wanted to see if it'll work, right? Right. I got my stuff in order. Let me see if this <laughs> you know, tell the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let me, let me put my paperwork, I know my business credit good, I got my LLC history, right. they see I, I got my uh, <coughs> websites on Google, everything. Everything has to be functioning. Website, uh, business email, all that. Business, business phone business number, phone business number all of that. Business right. address, all of that. So let me see if this will work. All right, it works. Okay, let me get that 50K. Yeah, it works. We put that up. 
because I was also taught a very, very valuable lesson this past month. As a business owner, you don't get money when you need it. You get it when you don't need it, so that it's there. So when you do, so when need you it. do get ready to need it. So I'm thinking, I'll just wait till I don't need it. They come right now. I, I, I was always told, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I said, no, I'm not ever telling that anymore. Because like, I have everything in order. And, you know, the business is growing. So they want to give me 30K, 50K, great. I'm going to take it. Because I'm going to utilize it at some point. Because I'm growing so much. But, yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what's up. What's one of the most humbling things you have to what's one of the most humbling things you have done in business maybe it was like okay i have to do a couple free um maybe give this person this bow tie so you know just like what's what's one of those most humbling things you find yourself had to do in the business i've done that a lot like it was many times to where somebody just needed a bow tie especially when i first started hey man just wear my bow tie just wear my bow tie so, I've, you know, I've planted a lot of seeds, you know, to where, hey, just the bow tie is like my, it's my seed thrower. So I've done that many times. Um, um, I, I've done, like, events in the past for Kappa League, because um, I'm a Kappa, but Kappa League is like a, it's for the young gents in, like, high school, right? right. And they're aspiring to go to college and one day become a Kappa. So I've done certain like presentations for them to kind of tell them about my journey because again i don't know who's in that room hopefully i could plant a seed like my past supervisor did correct so i've done that to kind of show them how to go from this to this no matter what it is okay and it's really kind of tell my story so that they could see someone like them because I once was them, you know, in 10th grade, in the auditorium, want to go to college. And at that time, I probably wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I knew was to be a doctor or go be a lawyer. Some people that make money, you know, that are, <laughs> that are smart. That's, all, right. that's what I was told, you know. Um, but just to be in a room so that they could see someone that looks like them that went through certain parts of the steps of, you know, being an entrepreneur, going to school, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. Um, very humbling, you know, because it, it gave me, I can go back and look at it and like, damn, that was, that's where I was at. And I never was big on public speaking. So that even just seeing that, you know, it's like, wow, the confidence that comes behind it is, is amazing, you know. So, yeah, that's, that's that. That's, that's, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, what's the reception like, like when you speak to them, like, um, mm-hmm. how do you feel they take your message? I feel that they really do listen because I try my best to connect with them, number one, with lingo. Uh, I, don't, I don't like to keep the room boring, you know. I haven't done it in about two years, but I remember the last time I did it, you know, I had to, I had to talk to them, you know, like I was just a little older than them, not mm-hmm. a lot. You know, of course, I don't give the look that I'm right. 40 or 50, you know, but I, I like to think that I can still connect with a 16, 17-year-old man, boy, you know, so that he can, you know, want to talk to me and right. be open, man. Like, what's up? You know, you cool. Yeah, I'm cool. Cool, too. You know, right. what's up? Yeah, right. you, know, you know, just to right. kind of make sure that I know how to adjust certain temperatures in the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it so condescending. Right. I always want to kind of 
feel somebody out. Even when you walked in, I was like, you know, what's up, homie? You know, <laughs> you can you know. But I'm a people person, man. You know, I really like to have fun. I'm down to earth. When it comes down, to, when it come down to take care of business, I want to take care of business. Um, but if I also if I could be a light to somebody, I'm gonna make sure that they know that I'm a light because my light is only this bright because of the time that I took to to shine it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I'm a people person. People person, period. Real, yeah. That's what's period. up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Peep, you know, uh, the more people you serve, mm-hmm. and th- th- this is just one of my aha moments that I realized, too. You know, in those moments, you're serving people, too. You serving. know what I'm saying? <clears throat> the more people you serve, the more you're going to get served in what you're trying to accomplish. Facts. You know, and I think that ties into being a people's person. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to commend you on that, you know, keep Appreciate doing your thing, man. Keep Appreciate doing your it, thing. Man. Appreciate I recognize that as you were speaking, I was like, man, that's, that's beautiful. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Um, you read? Do you read often? I was. You was? Last book I read, man, I can't think of the name of it, but I had a coworker that gave it to me because it was on, like, you know, business and right. getting things in order. But I can't even think of the name of it. Last time I read it, it was probably, like, July. July, last yeah, I, July. Try, I like I like that you keep a good book around. Right. So some okay, downtime. Okay, okay, yeah. I, um, I gotta do this advertisement real quick. Okay. I got a book club. Go for it. I got a book club, man. Run it. Um, it's called Read, Grow, and Inspire. Okay. Um, we meet every Tuesdays and Fridays on Zoom. Okay. At eight fifteen a.m. Okay. Eight fifteen to nine o'clock. We there for forty five minutes strong. We mm-hmm. so basically we uh, it's an entrepreneurship book club. Okay. So it's business mindset, mm-hmm. um, all that good stuff. Right, right. And um, we meet, we we read a chapter, mm-hmm. or whatever the pages are. And we go over it in the book club. So, you know, you get on there and be like, hey, you know, this is what I learned. This is one of my takeaways. Right. And you just give your point of view on where you're coming from. You know, everyone else, okay, I see where he's coming from. And right. We just kind of have a conversation around mm-hmm. what we all learned. Okay. You know, so it's yeah, a community dope. that I'm wanting to grow, mm-hmm. you know, that where we all can grow in business together. Right. So people that's in business and people that's aspiring to get in as well. So, okay. Regrow and Inspire, man. That's the name of the book club. Okay, know, that's it, dope. The, the name came, and I was just like, you know what? I'm reading a lot. I'm growing. And as I'm growing, I noticed that my conversation has changed a whole lot. Hey, and now I notice that hey, people that, like, I've had people tell me, like, man, like, you are very well spoken now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, they notice the change. And mm-hmm. it dawned on me. To some level, I'm, I'm giving someone inspiration. Mm-hmm. And if we could come together collectively in a group. Mm-hmm. There it is. Right. There it goes. So, yeah, man, Regrow Inspire. You know, whatever you want to join, we love to have you. That's dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what's one of the major things, well, not even just one, if mm-hmm. I guess whatever, but what's some of the things you've learned about yourself that, Maybe if you haven't been in business, you don't think you would have learned those things. Mm, that's a good question. Um, what I learned about myself that if I hadn't been in business, I wouldn't have learned those things. Because I just feel like, you know, in business, we learn so much about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it could be something like, man, I procrastinate too much. Mm-hmm. Or... I'm not I, 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 I learned that I'm 
that I really am a creative, and I didn't know it. I ain't gonna lie, you know, because everything used to be so self, right? I didn't, I didn't look at it as me being so creative on the outward part. You know what I'm saying? Like it could micro. Growing up, okay, it's uh, something's coming up. What am I gonna wear? Cool. You know, great. Somebody may ask one of my boys, I guess. It was still so inside. You know, it wasn't so extraordinaire about what I could create, right? And it's crazy, like, today, like, how so much creative comes out of me from this space. When I walked into space, it was a blank canvas, but I knew it was it from what I could create with it. Crazy. You crazy. know what I'm It was like... I knew logo had to go on the wall. I knew I had to have, you know, Manning's. I knew I had to have this, this podium here, a mirror there, so I could see the city. I knew I had to have, I can't have this, it's gotta look like the studio. I got the clothing racks, right. you know. Certain things are on the clothing rack. You know, my, my word part, my word pop wall. I just, I wrote that on a sheet of paper, bro. Like, and I was like, that's all I need. I don't, just being a creative. You know, from everything. I haven't cooked in a minute. I like to cook. But even with, like, um, beverages, libations, you know, I, there are certain beverages that I like to taste now because my level of taste isn't what it was <laughs> 10 years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even as far as my way of life is different because I've grown, because of business, because of my ability to create like you just said a little while ago about like how your um your speech has changed, you know, by me having my sons, I I have to have a different tone for them, and it's like a different tone that my dad didn't have. My dad was six. My dad is six two, tall, dark, you know, militant. Right. You know, we have two different um approaches. You know, great level of respect for each other. You know, we do. But I I don't think I have the deity to parent like my dad because again, my dad is six two. Dark, you know, ex-militant, you know what I'm saying? So it's different, you know, when right. you a man of my stature, right? So it's like the level of taste or the creativity that I bring forth with the brand is like, I didn't know that this was in me. You know, from the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I listen, um, the way I eat, everything. Like, it's, it's just different. I, it never was this, so maybe, but it was in there, right? But I didn't know it. It had to be tapped into. So yeah, man, it's crazy. Bro. Like I, yeah. I just, I'm happy as hell right now. Like that's Like it's just, I don't have, I don't have the problems that I probably had seven years ago. I just, I don't. And it's a big part of, like, just because I think God was able to wake something up within me, and it has an effect on every area of my life. Like every area, like, I just. You know, <laughs> it's different, dog. I'm like, walking on wall. It's most definitely. <laughs> like, it's crazy, dog. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I love that word create so much, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, and I wish more people would understand this because what's the first thing God tells you about yourself? First thing God tells me about myself? But I'm blessed that He got me. Like, that's. Think a little deeper. Think a little deeper. Look, I, all that is true, mm -hmm. but let me tell you this. The first thing that I realized that God tells us about ourselves is that we are creators. Mm -hmm. We are creators. First, 
Genesis chapter 1, chapter verse 1. one. Mm-hmm. In oh. the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Mm-hmm. So the first thing God tells us about him is that what? He's a creator. creator. Yep. And then later down, he says he created us mm-hmm. in his image and likeness. So what Creators. does that make us? Creators. Creators. Right. So that's naturally our... I'm on, man. That's naturally... <laughs> right. That's naturally us. Right. 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 But most people don't ever realize that. Mm-hmm. And once right. you realize that that's naturally for us to create... Right. You start creating. Start creating. So, like, once you said creating, I was like, man, oh, yeah, he on it. Mm-hmm. He, right. he on it. And, and mm-hmm. um, with that being said, I'm just honored in this moment, and I'm grateful, and I'm blessed to be able to create this podcast right. that's going to live longer than we are. Right. I'm glad you reached out, man. Most yeah. definitely. Because normally, no, I ain't going to lie, <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I ain't got time. But you reached out. You know, you reached out. Right. Timing is everything. Right. When you reached out, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just, let's book it. 2023, you know, we can make it happen. But yeah, man, I definitely received you. I received, I appreciate the opportunity you coming in this. All love. Look them up. Look them up. Everybody in my network, look them up. Yes, sir. DK, baby. DK. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. Um, Man, right before we close out, uh, this segment is dedicated to a guy I met in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to an Airbnb. Okay. And um, I had a conversation with him, a very wise man. I'm talking about he, uh, Dr. Umar. Okay. And um, we had a conversation just how we are. Mm-hmm. Talked with him for about like, well, 45 minutes. He okay. A, he a professor at Kennesaw State University. Mm-hmm. And I told him about my podcast, what I got going on. And <clears throat> the next morning, he was taking me to the event that I had to go to. And he handed me this sheet of paper. He's like, hey, these are some stuff that I think you could add to your podcast. Okay. And at the bottom, it says, it says, uh, the world is listening. Mm. And this segment of the podcast is going to forever be dedicated to him. Okay. It's called The World is Listening. Oh. And what that question is, if you can give one piece of advice to humanity, mm. what would it be? If I can get one piece of advice to humanity, what would it be? I would tell humanity that if there's something bubbling inside of you that you really want to do, don't procrastinate in starting it. Write it down and start it. Write it down and start it. Write it down and start it. No matter if starting is as small as sharing it with somebody that you trust close to you, that this is what you're going to do. Now, they're going to hold you accountable, but start it. That would be my piece of advice. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Other than that, too. man, it was it was it was a pleasure. Too, well, well versed conversation, man. I'm, 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 That's it. I'm just grateful that, that I was able to share this space with you, man. Hey, like man, you I'm didn't glad understand, you came, brother. I'm glad you yes, came. sir. Other than that, man, we up out of here, man. Peace. All right, peace. Yes, sir. Rolling. Bam.